This is the Seafair Investor Podcast, bringing you the tides of investing and personal finance from to millennial seafarers and alike. I'm your host, Soshin, a full-time seafarer, value investor, and a personal finance enthusiast. Welcome to episode 11. A short announcement before I go to the intro of the episode, which is I will be starting to release episode every two weeks compared to every week before, as I find it hard nowadays to balance my work here on board the ship and doing podcasts. <laughs> because I, I, I only have so much free time from my 12-hour shift every day. But when I go home, I might go back to doing episodes every week. And yeah, today's episode will be all about trading stocks in general. Why it's bad and not for you. And for most people who want to take quick profits in the stock market. I know the temptation of fast money, especially now we live in an age of social media where you see people show off their huge gains in TikTok or Facebook stories. Not to mention how easy it is also to open a brokerage account nowadays online. However, please don't be tempted. As the saying goes, what you receive quickly, you will lose also quickly. (laughs) Investing in great businesses for the long term is still the most well-established and most efficient way to earn positive returns in the stock market compared to trading. And this is what I really advocate in my podcast. To know more, let's go dive into the episode. Let's go! First, let me ask you a question. Would you lend someone money if you know that there is a 99% chance that you will lose it all? Of course, your answer will be no, especially if this someone is not a person really dear to you. And this applies also the same to trading in the stock market. (laughs) 99% lose their money and I'm not just putting out a random percentage. This has been researched well and you can google this. And most will show you studies of people or traders losing money in trading in the range above 95%. So saying this, what makes you think that you are part of the 1% who will consistently profit in trading? What's your edge against those big institutional investors and high-frequency trading firms. Again, I want to emphasize the word consistent. That's the key if you really want to be profitable in trading. Consistency and profits for long periods of time and also beating the market returns also, of course. And this is the part where most people, if not all, cannot sustain. There is this behavioral bias called random reinforcement. 
This happens when a trader or a person trading contributes a random outcome to their own skill. Or put it simply, people thinking that being lucky translates into an edge in the market. (laughs) So they grow overconfident in their ability in trading and they trade more. And the sad thing about this is they don't realize they are lucky and their wins are just random, which is what leading to overconfidence. Okay, so the best way to illustrate this behavioral bias is to tell a story, and I like telling a story. (laughs) So let's say we have a person named John, (laughs) a really common name, I know, sorry, and he does not have a finance background, but he consistently watches TikTok about traders who post huge gains in a day and seeing them having this supposed amazing lives with trading only a few hours a day and then enjoying the rest. So John said to himself, if he can do it that easily, why can't I also? So up he go and he opened a brokerage account online and was kind of confident from his knowledge he got from those TikTok trader gurus and started trading right away. He pulled out a price chart for the first time and sees there are stocks rising quickly. In the fear of missing out, John bought those without thinking. He left it for a while because his boss is calling him for work, and yes, he is at work. (laughs) And the stock continues to rise. And when John came back, he sells the shares and got a nice profit after fees. He then makes another trade and got a similar result. Now, feeling more confident and self-assured, John continues to do the same thing, thinking he has an edge already in trading stocks. And that is only after two good trades. Now, this is where the story ends, and the outcome is kind of obvious. John lost all his gains and the capital he started with after the 10th trade. So, this is kind of how random reinforcement works. John goes into thinking that past positive random outcomes will continue to do the same, which reinforces a false sense of ability. Now, one would argue that John lost all his money because he did not have a system in trading. But random reinforcement still applies on this one. Let's make a short example. So now, let's say John has a trading plan. And let's say he managed to make make it profitable for a year. But suddenly he is facing a problem. Despite the past success he made, the trading plan now has led to, let's say, 10 consecutive losses, which made him worry that the strategy now is not working. So because of this, he quickly made a new trading plan, which is untested. And in doing so, he is back to square one. 
doing exactly the same when he started trading. Now, why did random reinforcement happen here? Because John believed that the 10th consecutive losses was due to his trading plan not working anymore, but instead not thinking because it was random again. Now, me saying all of this makes it look like no one can really profit trading because it kind of how it really is. And the really, really few ones, the the 1% of people in the research that makes day trading a living are just, are just built different. <laughs> they are an exception to the rule. There's a book written about those people and the title is um, Market Wizards by Jack D. Schweiger. And in this book, it shows that the people he interviewed or that great traders are either really, really smart and disciplined or have this above average mental strength to manage the pain and stress in trading every day. These people know themselves really well. Heck, I struggle knowing myself every day. (laughs) They have this refined trading psychology and they know how to overcome them and make profit, which is what really makes them stand out among the common traders. Before I get to off topic, let's dive more into why trading is not for you as I have several common reasons more. First is, aside from doing trading, will surely put a hole in your pocket The taxes and commissions themselves are already against you from the start, even before you start trading. What I mean is, trading taxes and broker commissions are high to begin with, except for the US where they have zero free commissions, but there is a catch on that, that which I will discuss more later. In any case, if you plan to do trading in the Philippines, you need to have at least more than 1.2% of gains just to break even. I repeat, 1.2% of gains just to break even. And you need more than that to have a a substantial gain. And that's why when you buy a stock in the Philippine market, you immediately have this negative uh, 1.2 or 1.18% unrealized loss. Imagine you already have a handicap in trading before you even started. That's how hard it is. Now, going back with the zero free commission trading in the US, if one dig deeper, it's not really free at all. It has a hidden cost because there's no such thing as free lunch after all. The concept of payment for order flow applies in zero-free commission trading, meaning simply that the price of the stock you're buying in a zero-free commission trading is not the best price available and will lead to a bit higher prices than what is offered in the market, as this is how brokerage firms profit. They profit in the spread between the market price and the payment for order flow. To put it simply, zero-free commission trading 
executes your trades in lower quality. That's it. So free commission is kind of an illusion. Now, the second reason why trading is bad and not for you is that trading is a full-time job. So if you plan to treat it as a side hustle, better get a real one, like selling online goods or, or such. Because you have higher chances in making money there. And also, why is it a full-time job? Because trading needs constant monitoring of the prices and the market itself, which all is which is also like a having a a day job. Because trading hours of the market typically run six to eight hours every day. So if you're looking to use trading as a passive income, you're in the wrong place. Better put that money in a high-interest digital bank. Trust me, you'll earn more that way than doing trading in the long run. The third and the last reason is that trading needs a certain personality type that is not the usual from the crowd. As I mentioned the book earlier by Jack uh, D. Schweiger, most of the traders he interviewed has this strong and disciplined personality that suits the trades they do. And the overall trait I noticed with all of them is this emotional awareness they have. And because of this, they trade more logically as they know how to keep their emotions at bay to not influence their decisions. And man, they're really disciplined. They stick to their trading system no matter what. I mean, they can be also flexible, but they have a system and they're disciplined to follow it all the way. And besides, and also, they also do journals every day and had been continuing to do so for decades already. And what amazes me most is that their ability to take on pain and rise above it. I know it's kind of cliche, but those great traders, they all suffered big losses in their trading lives. They blew their account, but they rose back and got back even more profitable. And not anyone can do that. And that's what really separates them on how they consistently have beaten the market for decades. So that's why when I finished reading the book by Jack D. Schweger, I, I said to myself, I can't do trading. <laughs> I can't I can't follow. I I can't be like them. So that's why I'm I'm sticking with long-term investing, which suits my style more. Finding great businesses and buy them at a discount, then hold them for a long time. Of course, until the, the narrative or the fundamental story changes and I sell. And also now, I mean, I mean, after all saying that trading is bad and all, I, I, it doesn't mean that I don't like trading. I know this, it's like a hum, human nature to, to have this, uh, risk appetite to take on big risks and big bets. So I kind of trade, but it's just a really, really small part of my overall portfolio. It's just there to satisfy my urge 
and itch to do something with my portfolio. Because as doing this kind of investing, the value investing means more time just sitting back and not doing anything. (laughs) It's just letting the business I invested in do what it does best. However, this kind of small trading that I can afford to lose, I mean, if I lose it, I, I won't lose sleep at all, but I am slowly cutting it back. And maybe in a few months, I will just stop doing it all over. And, and last thoughts before I end the episode. Every time you open a brokerage account, they ask for your risk profile or risk appetite. This is to know how much loss or risk you can stomach. And usually people go answering, especially the young ones, I am also young, actually, um, (laughs) that they answer that they can manage a 50% loss. So they have an aggressive risk profile. But there's this saying, and not sure if it's a quote, but it says, you'll never understand until it happens to you. Meaning you won't really know what is your risk profile until you experience it yourself. That's why a lot of people get flushed out by the market when there is a correction that occurs. Anyway, I will be talking more about this in the next episode. Because the topic will be about passive and active investing. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're listening to this in Spotify or Apple, please do leave a 5-star rating and a comment you feel justified as it helps the algorithm of the platform. If you want to reach out to me, you can by email which is saucianinvestor at gmail.com and through my Facebook page which is the Seafarer Investor Podcast. See you in the next episode. Bye!